doesn't define you. What defines you are your actions in the present that manipulates and creates a better future. Regardless of where you are in life, whether you have it all or you don't have anything at all, you will always have the power to dream big. Dream big and do your best to manifest those dreams. Hey, hey, it's your girl Sadia and we are back with another great, great podcast. How to thrive from scarcity to achieve your dreams. But wait, there's a catch. We have a guest speaker. You heard that right. Today's speaker is amazing, you all. So let's welcome Mr. Sagar Amlani, a global speaker, productivity mindset explorer, and also an author. Really warm welcome, sir. It is great to have you here. Thank you, Sadia, and thank you for having me on your show. It's always a pleasure. That's great. So moving on, um, today's topic is how to thrive from scarcity to achieve your dreams. It describes how a person having nothing but passion can make it big in life. So, sir, what are your insights on the topic? Well, my insights on the topic are that we all have scarcity of something in life. For example, right now, as we know, in Afghanistan, there is scarcity of freedom. Earlier, during the second wave, there was scarcity of health care. Every day, regularly, we have scarcity of time. We have scarcity of love, we have scarcity of emotions, and we have scarcity of money, isn't it? Which means every one of us is going through some scarcity at some point in life. More important is how are we actually dealing with it? How are we actually recognizing it? And what are we trying to do to come out of it? The scarcity that I faced in my childhood was, I was born and brought up in slums, so I had scarcity of space, time, money, and resources. And when you have scarcity of space, time, money, and resources, the only goal in life that you have is to live another day, to survive the next day, to survive the next month. And that actually takes away your thinking ability to think big, to think more, to think positive. Remember, we all hear everyone say that you have to think positive, you have to say morning affirmations, you have to think big. But when you don't have money in your pocket and when you don't have a future that you want to see for yourself, nothing works out. That is true. That is very true. So deriving from this topic, I have some really interesting questions for you. I think everybody of my age who is dreaming of achieving something big who is dreaming of making it big in life have has had these questions in their mind so my first question to you is that when was the first time that you realized you didn't want that scarcity in life anymore you wanted more you wanted to achieve something and not just be ordinary anymore so when did you realize and how was it that you realized it well, that's a very emotional point for me to share. But yeah, having having said that, uh, you know, the only time when you get that shock is when something major happens to you in your life. So for me, that happened on 26th of July, 2005. So as I told you, I was living in slums. I used to have leaking roofs in the monsoon and 
we used to have fountains from the floor, like water used to seep out and it used to just spray up during the monsoons. And sometimes during the monsoon, we might also would have water till three to four inches in the house and we used to keep bricks to walk around in the house. So that was my life. That was my scarcity. Mm-hmm. I was ashamed to call my friends to my house because I was under the fear that if I call them and, you know, that when you call them and they might say, oh, he's living here. We don't want to talk to him in future. And I used to avoid them coming from home. So one day what happened is on 26th July, there was rains, torrential rains, which Mumbai faced. And I'm sure everybody who is right now in their 30s have experienced that rain because that was the first of its kind and it flooded Mumbai. It flooded Mumbai so bad that for 48 hours, everything came to a standstill. Mm -hmm. And uh, there was no transport. There was no communication. There was totally chaos and blackouts and, you know, everything. And my mother was at home trying to save whatever we had little uh, till the water reached four and a half feet and she was 5.5. So it was barely till her neck and she had to run to save her life, leaving everything we had in our house to God's will. I was in Sion by that time. I was working in a factory as a graduate engineer trainee and it was just two months that I had been in that job. So even getting a leave or coming out of that job was no, no. So I waited for my shift to complete. But till the time, all communications, all local transport was stopped because even the factory lot closed down because of the flooding. And after 48 hours, when I walked for almost 14 hours with more than thousands or lakhs of Mumbaikas trying to walk and reach their home, I was one of them. And when I Mm. reached home, all I saw is everything we had was gone down in water and everything that remained was wet and wet so much that we had to throw them. To give you an example, the bed that we had, which was around 10 kg or 15 kg bed with water, it became 150 kg. The whole house was flooded with 1.5 feet of sludge. So that is when I realized that I don't want this particular scarcity anymore in my, the scarcity of money, the scarcity of resources, the scarcity of space. Of course, as I told you in the start, scarcity is always, but we have to decide what type of scarcity we want and how are we going to fight for it. And that day I decided that, you know, I will change things more myself. I will ensure that I do something for myself and it will definitely not be an ordinary because there were 700 people living there in that chawls or slums, whatever you may call at that time. And I had decided that I will not live my life like a cockroach anymore because that was as good as living like a cockroach. That is, that is very inspiring, sir. And yeah, I agree with you that that's really emotional as well. So that that brings me to another question. Uh, What do you think about optimism towards your dreams versus nihilism or pessimism towards your dreams? Ah, okay. So I wouldn't I wouldn't touch the word nihilism because it's it's too extreme. And uh, I was never that extreme in my life. I was yeah, I was a little sad. I was a little depressed. I was not happy with what I had. But yeah, never, never to a stage of a point where I wanted to destroy everything that I had or, you know, be suicidal 
or kind of that stuff. But yes, it was it was demeaning. But before I tell you that, let me let me share a little story around it. Yes. So what happened is that uh, during that floods, 26 July, I decided that I'll do something different. And I'll achieve something different. Now, soch to liya tha ki, you know, we have to achieve something different and do something different. But what? You actually don't have any resources to understand that what all you can do. I did not have an idea of what I can do. So I started talking to a few of my friends, few of the relatives. And the answer I got is, you've lost your mind, uh, Sagar. Let's do one thing. We will give you 10, 15,000 rupees and uh, you open a tea stall or a snack stall and uh, let us arrange something for you so that you can earn your living. And I was like, absolutely no. Not that that's not a good business or not that's a good proposal because I had something else in my mind. I wanted to educate myself to a level where I can earn because that was the only heritage. And I had a dream of even providing education to someone else after I start educating because I believe that the dream should not always be restricted to a monetary benefit or yes. yourself but dream should be something bigger than yourself otherwise you will lose motivation during your journey so now coming up to the optimism so I was this was my dream to study and if I study, if I get good life, if I get a good house for my parents, then also educate a few students. I decided to do that and it took me two years to work hard and get some money, though I could arrange only 180 pounds uh, in, in currency of UK because that's where I plan to go to to do my MBA. Now, people started thinking that I was stupid, that I don't have money to live. I don't have clothes to wear. I don't have food to eat. And I want to go to London and do my MBA. Mm -hmm. I was determined that if I go to M do a MBA in London, the best part will be I'll be able to earn there and pay my fees and also send some money to India. Because at that time, Indian currency and pound, the conversation was between 80. Today, it's around 1995, if I'm right. So that was a decision. It took me two years. And uh, finally... I managed one of my godfather giving me 5 lakh rupees as a loan and I managed to go to London. I worked there as a bartender, litter picker, cigarette butt picker and what not under the sun. But to cut it short, yes, I cried. I, I cursed myself. I did everything because my dream was to see my parents in a good house and not only about myself. I achieved it and uh, God's grace within three years I could get a house I completed my degree I also transferred around 25 lakhs to them I returned five lakhs to my uncle and achieved my dream and today I'm continued to do that dream is because I've got 40 kids in an orphanage where I'm providing them education that's really great that's very inspiring uh, coming from someone who's uh, all already in an NGO and we work uh, for such causes it is so inspiring to hear such thing from you sir it is true that you know um, more than dream it is important to have a purpose like you are here in life to achieve a purpose you are here in life to fulfill that purpose and that was I guess your main motto behind everything that you wanted to 
do something for the world am i right absolutely i mean that's what gives you optimism that's what gives you motivation that's what gives yes. you the energy to achieve your dreams yes absolutely uh so another question i have for you is that uh, do you think that there should be a limit to your dream a limit of any kind like how big your dream should be any age limit or gender limit that uh, usually the society puts or just any typical kind of limit the answer is very simple but i would i would also give you some examples to elaborate what i'm trying to say but the answer here i would say is no there should be no limit but at the same time if at this age where i have already crossed the age of 32 if i say that i want to become an is officer it's a dream which is not true because if the age limit is 32 i can't go and give an exam they will definitely not mm-hmm. allow me or let's say if uh, i've crossed a certain age where i was supposed to go and give a indian army or a indian navy or an indian air force uh, thing then it's too late for me so there are certain limits because of your physical well being because of your physical health or because of your age that you're not allowed to do so which i would not debate to because that's something which is practical and we all have to live by but when you're trying to dream about yourself i would say follow a simple process aim for success now when i say aim we all know and we all have heard that yes you have to aim for your dreams you have to aim for your success you a- you have to aim for that achievement but have we ever thought what that a i m aim means some yes and sometimes no the answer is a is equal to awareness i is equal to investment and m is equal to motivation which means aim for your success by being aware of who you are what you have what you want to achieve why you want to achieve that and what are your resources what are your strengths and weaknesses once you have done that awareness program for your own self or once you have done that awareness study for your own self and your surrounding then invest in the dream that you have finalized for invest in the weaknesses that you have identified weaknesses in the strengths that you have identified and grow in your strengths and then keep motivating yourself give a commitment to yourself and once you do that celebrate smaller wins in the journey of your dream because your dream could be a very big dream but i'm sure you would have little celebrations throughout that journey so yeah. when you celebrate those things you will keep yourself motivated now the question most of the people ask me here is how do i keep myself motivated when i have not achieved my dream and uh, i share i share a simple example from my own life i used to be a waiter i never had drinks or non veg but i used to be a waiter where i used to serve non veg to people i used to serve it with lot of love and passion is because that was my job and they used to give me a tip now every day at the end of the job if i get a tip i used to spend 10% of that tip to buy myself either a chocolate or a starbucks coffee or even a t-shirt because in in london you have certain shops where you can get t-shirts for a pound or a two and uh, i used to celebrate that and that was my celebration 
towards my journey that yesterday I achieved 20 pounds of tip, I spent 2-3 pounds, I get what I want and I kept enjoying and that kept me motivated to do more and more jobs while I was studying so that I could study more, earn more and achieve my dream. So that's how you manage the AIM which is awareness, investment and motivation. That That's a really great way to put it sir. So for the people listening out there, um, celebrate your small wins. And the way sir said, just listen to it again and again. Uh, I am, I know I am going to, because you have put it in a really nice way, which also brings me to another, uh, when you talked about motivation, it brings me to another question. So we all know that uh, no pressure, no diamond. Every success experiences failure. I'm sure in your a path of success, you might ha- also have. So what are your thoughts on failure and giving up on your dreams? Well, let's, let's visit Alexander Palace on that note. So Alexander Palace is in London and it's one of the biggest, biggest palace where World Dart Championship happens. Let's go to that place, which is full of red carpet, plush people wearing amazing designer suits and, uh, you know, expensive shoes. And they are having cigarettes and cigars and which they're smoking and throwing. Now, imagine if you have a job to run around and pick up those cigarette stabs before they burn the red carpet. The wind is blowing at almost 20-30 kilometers. It's it's cold out there. It's 6 December. Imagine how would you feel? It felt like a rat running around for the food that is being thrown. After four hours of that job, Saida, I cried inside the bathroom for 15 mm-hmm. minutes for which I had a break to have my breakfast or whatever snacks they provide. And those snacks are also not so good. They are basically from the remains of what was being served. So I didn't feel like eating it. And I cried inside the bathroom for 15 minutes. And the only thought that I did is, again, my purpose. What was my purpose? Why did I come here? What did I want to do? And every, every, you know, the, the demotivation or the, the sadness or the sorrow that I had just went away. All I could see was my mother's face where she was weeping on 26th of July when the floods came, my father's face looking at everything that he has built destroyed. I got the motivation again and I had an idea that I cannot give up on my dream because it's not my dream. It's bigger than me. And that's exactly where I tell you that if you decide or if you dream for yourself, you will give it up when you are in pressure. But when you have a dream for doing it for others, maybe your parents, maybe your brothers, maybe your cousins, maybe your society, maybe you're the world, you will not give up on that dream because it's not your dream. It's a dream that you have thought for others. And that is exactly what I say. So I have faced failures. I have faced multiple failures. I failed multiple embarrassment or embarrassing situation. I did not give up. And that is what I would say. And yes, I totally agree with you. No pressure, no diamond. But always remember, only take that much pressure that you can sustain. 
because if you keep taking more and more pressure thinking about no pressure no diamond every individual has a breaking point every individual is different all of us are created differently which means you should know when to quit quitting is not losing sometimes quitting is important because you realize that this is not the path that i want to be this is not the dream that i want to achieve or this is not the job that i want to do fair enough quit it but before you quit ensure you have done a complete analysis and you're not quitting with emotions but you're quitting with statistics and strategy because that is what winners do yeah so that was really um i have no words because i i was always a firm believer of purpose uh, dream for the bigger purpose dream for a bigger uh, achievement not just yourself and you have proved me right like there are successful people who have done something today by dreaming of purpose by having that purpose purpose driven mindset Absolutely. and that was a really great insight um which brings me to my last question and which i think is a most important one so there are million out there who wants to make it big in life like you did mm-hmm. so what's that one advice that you would like to give them okay so one advice would be yes you have to dream big you have to do big but then define what big means to you unless and until you define that big it's endless the world is endless so you can define that i want a big house define how big you want you want a good car define which car are you looking at if if you say that i want lots of money define what money means but the true happiness will only be achieved when you have health and when you have people around you who are smiling so most important is dream big but not so big that you leave people around you in a misery thinking about when they will get your love and your time so dreams are to be achieved but not at the cost of people around us where they wait for our love and our time and ensure that we balance it out and we we involve them in our struggle we take them in our dream and then when you work hard and you're not able to give them time and you promise that you will do it after a few years do it after a few years and take those few years them with you in your dream make them your partners in your dream make them as a collaborative team as a people who will support you maybe not in office but in your home when you come at home spend 5 minutes with them even 5 minutes of quality time is good enough so that's one thing and that's one advice that i would love to give to all the listeners apart from that if you want to read more about my book you can also check at the crossroads of life and you can have more stories more learning from there absolutely sir and all together the, those were some really great insights really mind opening and it was amazing i love the way you have answered all the questions you have put it in such a way that they made a great deal of sense so i hope the people who are listening to us right now are going to benefit from this are going to perceive things in the way that you do and achieve their dreams 
thank you so much sir for attending and sharing your knowledge with us it was pleasure having you on this platform absolutely thank you very much uh, saida and it was my pleasure and uh, i hope all the listeners would have a lot of fun thank you thank you so much and to my listeners thank you guys for tuning in for this episode stay connected for more such episodes more such collaborations and more knowledge until then stay happy stay healthy and good luck